0: Hi, I'm Diane Hullet, and this is the Best Life, Best Death podcast. This week's topic explores collecting family stories, and specifically, it is the story of a friend of mine, Anne Whitehill, who used an internet service called Ancestry.com to create a large, detailed, illustrated book about her family history. Through Ancestry.com, Anne learned new stories she found old and sometimes surprising records, she pulled up details she didn't know existed, and ultimately she created a legacy project to share with her entire extended family. Last week with Jennifer Carroll, we talked about what does it mean to write your own story? And I think Anne's experience with Ancestry.com is just another way that we can think about these family stories. And why is it important to share stories? How do they help us learn where we came from and where we're going and what other generations, younger generations might care to know? I thought this was a really wonderful topic to explore this week because it is Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is a time that many of us gather with family and friends. We create new memories. We also retell favorite stories. So sometimes those stories have just been an oral tradition, but how do we end up, you know, capturing them in different ways? I think it's amazing that at this time in history, there is more on the internet. There have never before been so many tools that we can use to capture our family stories. And so, Anne will talk about how she got started. Uh, she, she'll talk about where it ended up. She just finished this project a year ago, about this time of year. And she'll talk about some different tools on the internet to use. Um, she'll talk about some tips about Ancestry.com and we'll also mention some other resources. So, with that long introduction, welcome Anne. Hi, Diane. So uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into telling family stories and or or collecting family stories is really how it came about.
1: Yes, I a year ago right now, this month, end of November, I completed a family history project that I imagined was going to be a six month project and probably produce a document that was maybe the 30 to 50 pages and instead it turned into a 7 year project and a 250 page leather bound family history book my interest in family history really took flight um we had a there was always a chest of drawers in my parents living room it was a beautiful three drawer oriental style chest and in it were it was three drawers worth of family photos in envelopes and i loved to look at them even from childhood on and as i got a little older and would be go back and visit my parents when they were in their 60s and 70s and into their 80s i realized that I didn't know who many of the people in the photographs were so I really started asking my parents more questions about them and. importantly identified them on the photos or on a piece of paper in the envelope with the photos so that that information would not be lost and those photos and those additional people proved to be invaluable in the whole research and then the book process. So I started collecting stories and information um, because, and I, that generation of my, both my parents' families was rather small. So I knew that when they were gone, that history would be lost with them. My father and my aunt had done a huge amount of research in. Before and I was very lucky because one, my father kept everything um, and my mother was an only child and my dad was only one of two. So there were huge numbers of pictures, which by that time I had gotten my parents to identify them. There were tremendous number of letters in the handwriting, some dating back to the late 1800s. And the paper's still in perfect condition, you know, blah, 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 um,
0: That's amazing, and- Anne. So you you then were the recipient of these boxes of photos and letters. And you had the patience to kind of go through them.
1: I had the, in. thank you, yes. I had the time, the interest, and the patience. So then I started plugging things into Ancestry.com. And I'm going to segue now into... And I know there are other tools out there. Um, I used ancestry.com because it's the closest tied to the Church of Latter-day Saints and they are, you know, amongst the world's best genealogists. So I just-
0: And you had this thing you were building on too. Like you weren't starting from nothing. You had kind of the bones of the family. And 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 then you plugged into Ancestry and just got more.
1: Yes, but what I will, that is true. And I had, I knew genealogy back to great grandparents and all that. But I will tell you that Ancestry is such a powerful tool, even with just a few names and dates, it will start building for you quicker than you realize is possible. And you put in a few names and dates and then within hours if you go back and look ancestry will put up hints and on the back end of ancestry just imagine practically probably three quarters literally of the historic documents in the united states have now been uploaded somehow and the ancestry.com algorithm can search all of those and i'll just have one example and it does behind the scenes you don't have to cue it wow, I had so to you're not even doing great anything uncle's name. you're just putting it no. in and it cues it up yep so one great great uncle i knew had been in the civil War and up on his name came hence and they have a little symbol so you it'll say four ancestry hints or 12 ancestry hints whatever and you check them one was a prisoner of war record for him from the civil war he had been ca- he was a confederate blockade runner and he had been captured by the union army and that a photograph of that document his prisoner of war record showed itself to me on Amazon.
0: That's amazing. That's what a resource that that could just even turn up. You didn't have to go to an old courthouse and look for it. It just appeared. I did. Yes. You yes. didn't even know it existed.
1: Did not know it existed. And there are that happens hundreds and hundreds of times. So I would encourage anyone who's curious about their family history, um, to invest in a 6 month membership in ancestry because the amount that you pay the amount of research that just happens automatically you would spend hundreds if not thousands and thousands of dollars even if you tried to collect it yourself without the benefit of ancestry um and i have you know i have no business relationship with ancestry it was just an amazing tool for me and then what i did was I used Ancestry to create this family history book. Now I will say it is not an ideal publishing platform. To my knowledge, it is the only, I got leather bound um, books. I ended up ordering 18, 250 page books that were circulated amongst my family. And it's not a perfect platform, but it works. And another, so the main resources I would say, if you're curious to get started, is go ahead and start building a tree on ancestry register and start building a tree and then information will just start flooding to you um i always signed up for the world membership because then it'll show you um records from europe and other places which i found invaluable in fact at one point a researcher from germany um reached out to me through through Ancestry, and she said that she was researching, she recognized my family names and she had been researching them in Europe. And so then we compared notes, but anyway, so Ancestry.com is an amazing resource. The other thing I used was newspapers.com and on newspapers.com, which costs $7.95 a month. And then there's a premium one there where you have access to more papers, but Anyone who's ever been written about or had classified ads in, newspapers.com provided just another huge treasure trove of information. My family was from Atlanta and my great-grandfathers were active in from like 1875 to 1925. And one of them, there were 1,100 hits in the Atlanta constitution between those years, including major major articles. And then the last, um, then there's, and it's, you can get it through Ancestry, Fold3 has military records, although I never signed up for that. And with the world membership, it must've been included because that Civil War record just came to me. So, and then I would also put out there, if any of you want, get started and you just get to a place where you're a little bit stuck you can reach out to diane and i would be welcome to have a chat with you you know to maybe help you through some hurdles or be helpful in any way that i could and i just really encourage it and the main my main takeaway was i gained such a greater understanding of my whole family But even my parents, by reading their letters and seeing their high school yearbook pictures and, and, you know, if they were written about in the paper, all those things, they're just there. And it was just, it was an incredible, incredible experience. And, And I was really adamant about creating a hard copy book. Because one, who really knows if the internet will even be here in 100 or 150 years? And secondly, where will the files live? And will they have gotten transferred between all the new platforms? So yeah, there's something really
0: special that you got this beautiful leather bound book and gave it to everyone in your family.
1: Well, they had to purchase it because it was very expensive. (laughs) I gave away a few, but. They came in at $250 a pop. I bet. But, but, you know, anyway, yes.
0: Totally worth it. Totally worth it.
1: Yeah. I I think that's
0: so amazing, and I love like your connection to the history and the details of it and how much you appreciated what these ancestors had to offer. And I don't even think I realized that Ancestry.com was such kind of a search engine that you you put in a little bit and it goes. Yeah. You know, another one that I looked into that I think is interesting is this one called StoryWorth.com. So Ancestry is A-N-C-E-S-T-R-Y.com. StoryWorth is S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H.com. And they take the point of view of how do you um, sort of have a conversation with someone in your life and learn about them through an email exchange So StoryWorth kind of helps you set up these prompts that people then write. So you're kind of getting history in a conversation over email. That sounds Um, like a good tool. Yeah, it's cool. There's also mystoriesmatter.com. And there's also one called lastly.com, L-A-S-T-L-Y.com, which really looks at what is your digital legacy. And this I thought was interesting that there's this entire realm of, you know, digital data and online accounts That cannot be physically held, and yet when somebody dies, all that is there: email accounts, social networks, social media, blog articles, all this stuff that we have to figure out how to manage. And I I may do a whole other podcast on that because I I've read a book about it sort of managing your online digital life. But what we're talking about here more is like family stories, family photos. And I love how you said, you know, this thing about photos are almost the first place to start, because once you don't know who those people are, that photo is irrelevant on some level. And so how to take those old photos, um, you know, during these holidays, if you're together with family and actually go through them and and name the people in some way. Um, I read a quote that in less than 10 years, one in five Americans will be over 65. So that's that's a big number. And I think a common thing that comes up is people say, I don't, I don't have anything to say or my life isn't interesting. Um, my life was just ordinary. I, I don't have stories to tell. What would you say to that?
1: Um, what I have found, what I believed intuitively and experience has borne out every story. Every family has fascinating stories every single one I have not met a single person whose family does not have amazing stories to tell and it doesn't it doesn't mean that your family have to be captains of industry or doctors or lawyers or Indian chiefs um in fact some of the most interesting stories or you know I mean every family has interesting stories and I just want to give one more example And you can edit it out if you want to, Diane. Um, A friend of mine asked me, he said, we have been having trouble. We haven't been able to find much about our grandfather's side of the family. And so I said, give me the name. And, you know, I plugged it into Ancestry, just his name, his wife's name. And I knew one of his children's name. That is all I put in. So three generations back, it goes to Fairfax in Fairfax, Virginia. And turns out it's the Fairfax family for whom that county. So then I go and the next ancestor is some lord over in England. And boy, if your family has any lords in England, I teased him. I said, I bet I can get you back to 1066 and literally within an hour, I did, because if you have a Lord or a Baron anywhere in your history, boy, those people kept good records <laughs> Amazing, Amazing. And, and ancestry. So I think that came up something like Lord somebody. Oh, and then this is one more tip. Do not hesitate to Google the long dead relatives, whether domestic or overseas one great grandfather and he was the first one when i had the thought what happens if you google the long dead relatives so i google one of my great grandfathers harry silverman about whom we had a ton of family stories and images one of the first things that came up with harry silverman builds a velodrome in atlanta georgia in 1896 now on the site of the former Cotton States exhibition, which was a huge world. So it's so this whole part of his history. Now, meanwhile, I had a friend here in Boulder who was building a velodrome at the exact same time. And just, and that family story had never been passed down, but he was in books about this thing, which no family story, it hadn't made its way down that way you know one cousin when i told her about it she's like oh yeah i remember hearing something about that but it the story hadn't lived on right so so anyway so google just plain old google put in the name and their date and you'll be amazed
0: Amazing. I love it, Anne. Thank you so much for sharing this. I When when I knew it had been a long project for you, I had forgotten it had been seven years. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite the commitment from boxes yeah. to leather-bound books. Um, and I hope it's an inspiration for people to kind of capture those stories, dig into those stories, and see what there is to say. Thanks for listening. I'm Diane Hollett, and this has been the Best Life, Best Death podcast.